Hi, Gabby. It's Chris. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Sorry. It was uh, a bit of chaos at the end of the school day. Oh, no worries. I have turned the of You're listening to the Beyond Grades podcast. We're giving you bite-sized episodes that will put a smile on your face, restore your faith in positive storytelling, and inspire you to go the extra mile to promote the everyday in your schools and districts. In this episode, I am joined by Chris, the owner of Cole, a deaf pit bull who works in a New Jersey elementary school as a therapy dog. Chris describes Cole's impact on students and staff and how it has defied the stereotypes of his breed and disability. Since he began working at the school six years ago, he has grown an audience worldwide, garnering millions of views and followers on his social media, way more than me. Ultimately, his impact has reached far outside of his own school, from influencing other schools to consider dog therapy, to just putting a smile on TikTok viewers' faces. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Grades podcast. Yeah, so I saw Cole's story on TikTok and I was like, that's that's so cute. And I instantly thought I wanted to share that. Um, so if you could just start off and tell me a bit about yourself and like your background as a teacher and then um, a bit about Cole and his his background and how you two came together. So I've been an elementary school music teacher um, for this is my 22nd year. Um, Cole is a, he's just turned six years old. He's a certified and registered therapy dog. And this is the fifth school year he's been working at my elementary school. Um, I decided to adopt him when he was about five months old, um, because of the fact that he was born deaf and I have a nephew who I'm very, very close with that is also born deaf. So when I met the little puppy, it was kind of like an instant connection that I had made. And um, when I started bringing pictures of the puppy um, before I had even brought him home because he started to get fixed and everything, um, my students started to ask like some pretty incredible questions when they saw pictures of this deaf puppy. And they started talking about what special needs means, what the word disability means. Um, they had never met a deaf person, let alone a deaf dog before. Um, so it just kind of sparked up a lot of uh, interesting questions and conversation in my classroom, um, which special needs is a very like special place in my heart because I had a niece that was born with Down syndrome that had passed away. Um, my nephew's big sister, actually. So it was kind of um, heartwarming to hear these children taking an interest in the concept or the, the the two words of special needs and, and what it truly can mean. So when you first got Cole, did you plan on bringing him into the classroom? Um, I, I did not. Um, it all kind of organically happened. Um, so the day that I was able to bring him home was about a week and a half after I had initially adopted him. Um, I had to leave, leave school a little bit early and I asked my principal, who's a dog lover, I was like, you know, Mrs. Arena, can I please leave just a little bit early so I can go pick up the puppy from the shelter because they close at four and we don't get out of here until four. And it's about a 20 minute ride. And she said, leave now and 
the only thing I ask is that you stop here before you go home. So I started driving. Uh, I drove to the shelter, picked up the puppy. Um, he was still kind of out of it from getting neutered. And then the very first place that I ever stopped, even before going home, was my school. And I pulled up out front and I walked him into a lobby and there was a lobby full of kids and staff members who were already excited to meet this little deaf puppy. Aww. So that kind of that kind of kicks all of it off. Um, my administration had seen the way that the kids were responding to just the pictures of the puppy. So then a couple of weeks later, we had a assembly at school with the SPCA that Cole came from. So uh, they asked if I would speak a little bit at it. And it was about raising money for a dog of the year contest that they do. And um, I realized that day that when we were doing that little assembly together and he was standing at my feet, I'd only had him for about two weeks. So we already started the bond very, very closely. Um, he wasn't phased at all about being around 600 kids. Um, they started asking questions in the, the auditorium and the puppy never lost his focus on me. Um, and it was just incredible the way that all the kids got to meet him that day. They all got to pet him. And he just had a very, very special way. So I knew once we started formal training, um, I realized that I wanted to make him a therapy dog to work in school. The only issue we had was um, the stigma of the breed that he is, which is a pit bull mix. And um, that that carries with it a, a lot of stereotyping and and stigma and that's something that we had to kind of face and sort of overcome but it's all part of our mission and it's all part of our message and our journey how was he when he initially um met the kids and your students to say the word amazing and i'm gonna i feel like i redundantly use the word amazing um he came in and uh, when, we, when the kids were meeting him at the, that particular assembly and they were walking out the door and each kid was getting to scratch his head and he would just look up at me to make sure that, you know, everything's okay, daddy. And, you know, it was, it was kind of a monumental moment. And then when he came into my classroom and I had a, uh, it was a first grade class at the end of the day and uh, he spent the rest of the day at school with me and he came in the kids just sat in a circle and he every time a kid would approach him he would just either sit or lay down and the kids would pet him and then he would um once the kids left he would kind of turn into a goofy puppy again but anytime he was around children he had a whole different kind of demeanor about him um even when we were playing and they were playing tug of war when a kid had the toy um it was a different kind of way that he was than when daddy had the toy. It's like he knew instinctually and for a dog like Cole to work with literally over 600 kids every single day, five days a week, um, having that kind of, of uh, mannerisms and that kind of um, ability to take a lot of surrounding um, things that are happening and different environments that we are in as a team um he's able to to not be phased by any of it so he was he was very special from the get-go and very unique about the way that he naturally was gravitating towards children mm -hmm. 
and I, you know, I would watch very closely for signs of body language and, and any kind of fear. And he just, he like, it was almost like he was reveling in the fact that he is around children Mm -hmm. and five years later as a therapy dog, he is still the same way. Do you think how he was and is has something to do with him being deaf? And, or do you think that's like his just personality to begin with? Or I think it's yeah. a, I think it's a combination of both. I think in a noisy environment like an elementary school, being deaf is a profound advantage, believe it or not. Um, unfortunately, so many therapy dogs uh, or so many dogs are overlooked because they're deaf. Um, because of the time and the work that it takes into creating a very special bond together and a bond of trust and a bond of, I'm going to only put you in safe environments and I'm always going to be here as your advocate, you know? Um, so being deaf has a profound advantage in an elementary school type environment, or we've visited colleges and high schools and middle schools, um, and they are allowed, they are chaotic and, uh, it's nice to kind of kind of have that noise factor taken out of the equation, and it just I can create that um, that focus whenever I need it from him. So I don't have to worry about if someone drops a drum on the floor by accident, and it's you know would frighten a hearing dog. Um, it kind of takes that out of the equation. And the really cool part is the way that kids are learning about, you know, we always use the line in Cole's case, his disability became his superpower. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they are legitimately um, taking that internally within themselves and, and truly believe that they can overcome anything. And especially those kids that were born a little bit different, they can really look at Cole and say, you know what, he can do it, so can I. And uh, it's been special. How does his presence, how has it helped the students and him being a therapy dog and also developing their understanding of um, disability? Cole has literally changed the environment of our building. Um, He started a year before COVID um, and the very first week that he was here, um, the first days of school in an elementary school are very emotional for a lot of children, especially kindergarten and first graders, because a lot of them have never been in school or they're coming from a preschool and now they're around bigger kids and it's a lot of crying. It's a lot of, I want my mommy, which is completely understandable. Um, we had a student Cole's very first day on the job full time. A student um, came in as kindergarten kid and literally laid in the middle of the crowded hallway and pulled his jacket over his head and would not move. And um, it was kind of the, well, let's get the therapy dog and see what he can do. And, you know, it was kind of the the first opportunity to to show what a a therapy dog can do for a school. And the principal couldn't get him up. The assistant principal couldn't get him up. Guidance counselor, security guard, like nobody could get this kid up. And um, they called us down and I walked down and Cole laid down next to the kid and Cole literally put his palm on top of the boy's hand. And all of a sudden you see the little boy's other hand come out from underneath his coat. And then I just slid the leash underneath of the boy's chest and he stood up and grabbed the leash and we walked to the class. 
and the tears are instantly gone. And that very next day, that same boy helped me with another kid who was upset. So, you know, he developed a confidence within himself because he overcame something that scared him. So it was Cole that was the catalyst for all that to even take place. So having Cole in the building is, and having a therapy dog in general is remarkable. Um, We take it to another level, we like to say, because having a dog that was born with special needs or was born different, um, we have Cole, we have Cece, who is Cole's sister, who was also born deaf. She's about to turn two years old in March. She's a certified therapy dog. She gives Cole one day a week off. Um, uh, and she comes in like on usually on Wednesdays and, um, the, the kids love her. And then we have, uh, she's also born deaf. Then we have Alice who was, uh, training to be a therapy dog who has, um, cranial facial disfigurement. So she has a cleft palate. She's got one eye. She was born deaf and she has a tremor condition where her head constantly wiggles. So I think we had Alice for two days and I was showing students pictures of the new puppy and um, one of my little girls who had cleft palate surgery when she was, she had, I think, seven surgeries. She stood up in front of her class and told her whole class about her surgeries because she found the comfort in knowing that Alice was born the same way she was. So it's more of like utilizing those to our advantage for kids to kind of understand you know, this, how special differences truly can be, whether they were, you know, how we should celebrate our differences and, and share our similarities is the, the tagline we always use. But it's, um, it's giving kids a different sense of strength because they're willing to open their hearts up in a different way. And it's working for adults too. It's not just the kids in the building. Um, we notice a big mindset change even with the staff. So it's, it's extraordinarily beneficial. And then we take, you know, Cole's, because Cole's a very nationally known pit bull, <laughs> um, we get a lot of anti-pit bull crazy people, mm. but we, you know, we kind of turn it all around on them. We like to say we, we flip it onto them. And we talk about things like discrimination and the way that people are judging Cole by the cover of his body and the way that he was born. So, uh, you know, we, we face a lot of adversity, but we'd like to take that adversity and teach children about, you know, overcoming stereotypes and, and persevering through judgment and to not judge something by its cover. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Beyond Grades podcast. Stay tuned for more stories every other Wednesday by checking out the link in the episode description. Links to Chris and Cole's social media will also be put in the description, so make sure to follow those for more Cole content. The Beyond Grades podcast is sponsored by the School Comms Lab, an inclusive professional development community for school communicators and administrators committed to leveling up their marketing, PR, and digital media skills. Learn more at www.schoolcomslab.com.